Whose Dick Is This? Our Atlanta Trip, and Gwyneth Paltrow's Vagina. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Was it the Whose Dick Is This? Sweet mother of <laughs> genitals, what is happening today? Um... Hi, Amy. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good one, gang. Buckle up. So, dear listener, zzz, and I do say zzz because in the last few days, our yeah, audience yeah, yeah, is yeah, growing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a fungus. We are spreading, <laughs> we are spreading the itch like a fungus. Um, and for that, we are ridiculously grateful. So grateful. Hi, new listeners. Welcome, welcome. We're excited to have you here. Especially those of you who have come to our happy little podcast by way of an Uber ride or a handshake at a cocktail party or a can I see your phone in the airport <laughs> waiting room because <laughs> that's how we, we've duped a few of you. But hopefully, even if you stumbled in here by mistake, hopefully you're planning to stay after you get to hear this fantastic content leading with not one, but two different types of genitals. Yeah, so I'm not going to lead with that because it's always good to finish with your genitals, um, <laughs> so to speak. Um, you said if I if I took your phone in the airport, did you see my Facebook post? I was walking through the airport and there was this French bulldog who, I mean, I mean the cutest. That's the cutest fucking breed there is. I don't know anything about them other than the fact that they are ridiculously cute and they are compact. the little tiny ones that everybody wants to turn into a statue for home decor like a little they're just got this cute little face like what's up what's up yeah exactly well this one that i saw saying what's up what's up to me his <laughs> his owner i'm pretty sure he's the owner handed me a business card and said here's his instagram you oh, can find him sake. on this video that some rapper did and here on this instagram page and i thought that's a lot of work for your dog oh my god i do just as much work for my dog and they're nowhere all of them and they're nowhere so you look at if we're starting now to measure the size it. of canine dicks this is too much stop with the instagram are you he's he's trying to it's one thing to have an instagram for your pet I know several people who have Instagrams for their pets, and they're just charming. They're very fun. It's cute. They make little videos with the with the dog pretending to be talking, with the mouth moving. It's wonderful. <laughs> I love it. But I don't see this as like I'm pimping out my pup as a new business opportunity. And P.S. Here's the PR agent. What in a, in a, to a stranger? I mean, I don't know what kind of relationship you had with this man prior to. I just said he's adorable. And started, and I kept You're walking. In. Oh, I, right. I went through security. I was tying my sneakers as I got out of security. And she said, Hey, ma'am. Uh oh. Right. Yeah. That was the first sign of that's not good. Really? And then she gave me uh, his, his business card, his, his Insta, his social media card. Are my dogs not working hard enough? Is that what you're telling me? No, um, they're they're working plenty hard, just trying to keep their shit together and in the backyard instead of rudely on your floor. So I I see no need to branch out into social media accounts with an S for dear them. listener. I'll slap that up on the Brilliant Observations <laughs> groupie Brill Obs Pod oh, groupie God, page. That name is so we'll, bad. We'll work on that. It's so bad. Um, but welcome, new <laughs> listeners. We love that you are here. Yes. We, we are thrilled. Truly and truly. 100%. We too are here after not being here. 
Where have we been, Amy? We've been in hot Lana. Woo! Place it's more is, like cold Lana while we were there. <laughs> place is crazy. I don't know how many of you have been to Atlanta recently, but they think there's something they're not, and they're starting to become the thing that they think they are. What do yeah. I mean? Here's where it's, it goes. They're yeah. building all those derelict sort of that used to be and could have maybe was once and never kind of got there-ish buildings and districts are now burgeoning with brand new downward dog yoga places and 18 breweries. And we turned this pile of mechanical mess into three, you know, story tall robots that you can take your picture with and a fantastic graffiti outdoor walk like New York's Highline. Like they've got They've got stuff. You guys, they have stuff now instead of just traffic. They use the Think system and they managed to get themselves. <laughs> we went to the Ponce Market, which used to be the Ford factory, which had every, it reminded me of New York. It had every type of food and dessert and restaurant and joy so it's and a, stores. Exactly. So it's a multi-level uh, in, interior food hall like many cities have. And they've done it really well. So, of course, it's a, in a converted industrial complex. It's connected to apartments. It's got tons of shopping. And what's kind of even groovier at it is that you're sitting in this nice groovy space and you're you're eating the artisanal who knows a what's it and the carrots aren't the right color and all the thing. And then you look mm. over and there's a giant garage door that opens up into Williams-Sonoma because you're actually eating on Williams-Sonoma plates and the dishes that they're using in this restaurant you can buy next to you. So it's like, ooh, that was thoughtful. That's kind of cool. So from a business standpoint, I was like, tick-tock, motherfucker. I see what you're doing. I got you. I sniff what you're cooking. That's pretty neat. They did a lot of things right. So I thought you were attacking Atlanta with you. They think they are. No, they've become what they thought they were, and they're pretty great. Yeah, before it was like Atlanta. It's a whole bunch of neighborhoods that are only five minutes away, but it takes six hours to drive from here to where you thought you were going. No, it's not. So what did we walk? The Belt Walk? Belt? It's not the High Line. I think it's called the Belt Line. Line. Belt Line. Yes. I want to say Beltway, but I know that's wrong. And I want to say High Line, so let's both be wrong. (laughs) Cool. But they did um, have great planned graffiti-esque art, um, and it was just wonderful. And lots, there's a little skate park there, and there's far too many people on rollerblades. Gang, I'm sorry, that's over. You don't get to do that anymore. I don't like the line bike. They're there. I don't like those scooters. They're there. But rollerblades, I got to draw the line. I apologize. Get out. I just want to stick my arm straight out when you whiz past me. I don't, I don't like the rollerblades. So I talk with my hands a lot. I mean, I used to sign with my hands, but now it's just very gestury. And I wonder... I was very scared to talk and walk at the same time because bicycles were zooming by. And if I had just gestured, I could have killed someone on that belt line. It is break your neck line because if you just are going <laughs> in the wrong direction or your toddler decides, hey, what's that? Splat. It's, yes. you got, it was a lot of people people. It was a lot. There were. But I mean, it was it was cold, but it was sunny, and I mean, it was beautiful, and yes. and many, many, many thanks to our friend Lisa who hosted us and showed us. All well, many things that Atlanta has to offer. I was going to say all that Atlanta has to offer. No, no, no. But Amy also showed me what Atlanta has to offer by having us stay at the Ritz Carlton in Atlanta, which was was slamming. Um, I've stayed at some shitty hotels (laughs) and I've stayed at some nice hotels, and this is right there at the top. It was beautiful. It was nice. It was definitely fun, and we you gauge unwittingly put them through their paces. But you know what? They love to serve. We or you. Stop. They love to serve. They do. They love to serve. Do you think 
I did because I requested a second comforter. Is that where you're throwing me under the Wii? No, but you should throw yourself under that bus and then get back in the bus and drive your over it. You're ridiculous. Gang, help me with this. When I, I arrived first, I checked in, got to the room, looked around the room, and I thought, there's only one luggage rack. We need to have two luggage racks in here. That's a whole nother podcast. So I ordered no, a second. No, we don't. L- yes, okay, we do because ahead. we're human beings and we're not rats in the sewer. Mm-hmm. So I ordered mm-hmm. a second luggage rack so that Melissa would have a luggage rack because, of course, you need a luggage rack. Wow, she's frightening right now. And no, I don't need so a So I ordered rack. the second luggage rack and you are required to use it, which you did. I also thought, it's a little chilly in here. Let me just get some blankets so that if you want, because I was just going to close my eyes before I got to get together with everybody. I'm very tired. It was a long day. I'm just going to do that before I get into the second half of the first great day. So I thought, I'll just get a blanket. Uh, let's get two. So I got the blankets and I thought, do I need to get a couple of towels? When you first get in, you just think about what am I going to need when I'm going to be here for a couple of days? Let's get housekeeping to send it all up or do whatever. So I did those things. When Missy arrives, <laughs> she's like, that blanket is way too scratchy. I'm not using that blanket. So touche on the luggage rack, number one. And number two, gang, she didn't just say, can I get a softer blanket, you horrible, you know, plebeians? No, she says, I need a new duvet. And they're like, is there something wrong? She's like, no, I need a second duvet. What? Yes, the comforter on top of the bed, she had one underneath, like the princess with the covers the pee, I guess, and then another one on top. And why did she do this? Why did she do this? Of course, it was under the illusion of being considerate of me because foolishly when I arrived, I didn't Did pay any attention. Did you just princess in the pee me? Yes, who, yes, And who yes, almost peed in our yes. bed? You were the princess in pee me? I, it, that was an accident and I was, <laughs> that was not my, and I would not have slept in it. So I still think that's, and that's reasonable. People don't urinate in their bed and then sleep in it at the Ritz. They don't. Look, I didn't have a blanket under me. I'm a tucker inner. So I pushed one, her blanket over to her side and I tucked myself in because if you tuck yourself in and you roll over, you pull the other person's blanket. And since I'm not having sex with her, I don't have a right to y- yank her blank. <laughs> it was a very large bed. The Whatever. Fact that we I even shared knew a room. There. Well, no, it just let's, we have to back up and explain. So I booked the room. When I got there, I checked in. As I mentioned, it had been an incredibly early day. I had two appointments before I even got on the plane to even get into the other city to get into the room to the book. It was a long thing. And when I checked in, sweets they are. Would you like some champagne? Why, yes, I would. Would you like some free jelly beans from our custom Georgia-themed jelly bean bar? Yeah, I think I will have that. Thank you. Let's take you to – we're going to actually upgrade your room. We've upgraded you to a thank you. So I get in the room. I see the bed. I think I'm having a nap. I start to have the nap. And at that point, I realize I got a king upgrade. I didn't know. Now I don't have the two. So we're in the same bed together. That's fine. I've slept with most of my friends anyway. So that's that's cool. Um, Dear listeners, do you object to sharing a bed? I mean, assuming it's of reasonable size and not a single or like twin or full or whatever. As long as um, you're using that luggage rack appropriately, you're welcome. Oh my to share lord, you in the luggage rack and the and the right table and the oh she did what 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 oh. you passed six tables to take the table for for breakfast, but that's not even an objection because when somebody is a Karen, I'm not. And, I'm not. And, 
when somebody's a Karen and it serves you, you're Karen, right. you're Karen adjacent. And I got news for you. I am Karen adjacent. I am not Karen. We were there with a purpose. We had a table because we had multiple things that needed to, it was, it was a conferency kind of a brunch. This all sounds very Karen to me. It's not. And there was not enough people in there. I'm, we sat in the brunch for five hours. Is that true? Yes. I'm picking the fucking table and that's not a Karen. I'm here for five hours. We were on a first name basis with the manager because we gave special praise for the wait staff who were, you know, accommodating our every whim, even unasked. Yes, I am happy to say, is it possible to take the booth in the back? We're going to be here a while instead of this table in the front aisle way where everyone's walking. Past. No, that's not a stop it. That's fine. I I take that one. What I am embarrassed about is that I did almost pee in the bed and it's because of my own my own fault. I, you know, you guys remember when Donald Trump was trying to drink that water up on a podium somewhere and he had, he's just, he's just standing there like he does in a suit always. And he picked up a bottle of water and somehow he couldn't drink it and he looked so stupid. And everybody, -handed, do you remember? One? Yeah. I, I just remember thinking at the, I was equal parts thinking that's, that could, that could be me. And look at him. <laughs> so at the same thing. So I, I kind of never ripped on him too hard because I was like, those, those little boys. So I'm in bed. I'm tired. It's time to hydrate. You know what time of night that is, gang. So it's time to hydrate. I've had a couple, but not too many. I'm already tucked in the bed. I grabbed this bottle. It was filled too full to begin with. I take the top off the bottle and I started saying out loud, it's too full, it's too full, it's too full. So I'm moving the little, the little, you know, fake plastic, not plastic bottle full of overflowing water over, off the bed so it'll at least drip on the carpet and not all over me in the bed so I'm not soaked. And in the process of doing that, so I, I squeezed it just a little bit too tight. And you know how you're like 13 years old in the swimming pool and you snap your fingers on the base of the water and you get a face full of water because you're an idiot. So I squeezed this thing and it went, and all the water came out. And it not only doused my entire face and hair, but it went up both nostrils and into my mouth. So then I'm laughing. It just happened on The Bachelor. So then I'm laughing so hard that I have to get, and then you're pointing and pointing and laughing. Ha 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 ha, pointing and bending over. I have to leap out of the bed. More water is spilling now because I can't control it. The thing is lost all turgor pressure. Everything's a mess. I did have a little bit of escape of urine. I had to run out of the bed because I didn't want that in the, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot happened. That did, that's not even the point of the podcast. A lot happened. So we bring our a lot to a restaurant later, um, in the weekend. Uh, with our friend Lisa and and one of her coworkers, and we had a lovely time, except for the frosé that I had that ran through me <laughs> um, to the point where I was getting on the plane and it wasn't finished running through me. And there's no worse feeling than the churning of your belly and getting on a plane. Frosé is a rosé slushy. So if you can think of a bigger or faster headache, I don't I don't know what that would be. Maybe a sangria slushy. I would have taken a headache over the butt ache that I still have <laughs> from from what and I went we through. Also, and then we also ate um, three entire cheese dishes, and the size of the burrata was which it was probably oh, it's probably so ten inch diameter ball of cheese. That was delicious. Our poor waiter. Oh my god, our poor waiter, whose name you couldn't quite get, but got and. A lot like my husband, you feel the need to constantly use a name that you think you know, but you're not sure you know. He said his name was Remy. And I said, oh, like Remy Martin. And he says, yes. And then three quarters of the way through the meal, he learns that's the time I'm going to tell you my name is Remy, like Rim job, e job with the E on it. <laughs> so I'm like, well, what? 
Why did you say yes when I said like this pronunciation? It's pronounced cat, like cat. Correct. And then later, my name is Feline. Like, what are you doing? That's a different thing. He's in a service industry. He was hoping we would leave sooner. (laughs) Every single thing that I ordered, this is why I'm not a Karen, because you don't even know it. And you were at the table right next to me. Every single thing that I ordered, they were out of. Every single thing. Did you hear? Did you even know that until after we left? No. No, Did I make any kind of a No. We just kept drinking and eating and eating and drinking and drinking and drinking. That's all we did. At one point, our our friend's coworker, Megan, who was fucking delightful. she's so lovely. Yeah, she was fucking delightful. Oh, this woman. Talks about, you know, things they do for recreation while working in Atlanta. It's a temporary job. And she said, we could go to the strip club. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, but I got to tell you, it was an old lady strip club. Right. And I said, well, what does that mean? That old ladies go there? They're the patrons? She said, no. <laughs> no, that's that would be lovely <laughs> to be in company with old ladies watching strippers. They are old ladies dressed like little Bo Peep, among it's, other characters. The, the more she talked, the worse it got. And it was, it was the kind of thing, I, she even brought it up like, this is one of those options that people will frequently say, let's do this. And my first answer is, nope. So, I mean, we were talking about it like, we're not going to go do this. But the more she talked about it, and as awful as it got, I was like, we need to go there right now. I need this. Need to see it. Because I've never been to any kind of strip club of any kind. Is that true? Yeah. No shows, no no pant pullers, no no. Let me ask you, is that intentional or is that situational? (laughs) No, I mean, I didn't like stand outside, arms folded, holding a sign, I love Jesus, when everyone else was inside. But at the same time, no, it's not crossed my path or my brain to go there but no i mean you it's you we don't we've not done that in our friend group we've never gone as a friend group to something like that we've been the strip club oh oh no i've never been to a club i've had i've had multiple encounters with actual strippers like in the room we've had them come to us that's fair but i've never gone to like a show right and say that i went there yeah, for the wings like bachelorette parties they always they'll the, i've you know three or four different bachelorette parties there's a man who arrives and does all sorts of questionable things you said i didn't stand outside and cross my arms and save myself for jesus i got on my frontier air line flight last night after waiting in the airport for another seven hours um and it's airports and and melissa are one in the same we are as close as can be. So I, I sit down and there's a middle seat next to me and I think, all right, I'm going to have to get up in a minute. So don't get too comfortable. Right. So I get up and I let this like six foot five red haired Colossus sit down next to me. It's just this enormous man who's on earbuds talking on the phone. He's on a phone call. Now, I don't know how you feel about people on phone calls in public places. Very, very poorly. Right. So take that and shrink it down to a fucking airplane where you guys are on top of each other. Take that and shrink it down to the fact that his conversation is about how he met this woman who he just wants the best for her. He must have said that 11,000 times. He said, that's pervert code. But my issue is I put her so high on my list of priorities. It looks like she's coming above Jesus and I need to keep Jesus first. Oh, I read that wrong. Wow. What? I need to keep Jesus first. She needs to know Jesus is always first with me. Dear listener, I think you know I am a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> 
I never hid that from anyone. All right, maybe once, but not here and not in adulthood. I respect everybody's right to worship however they want. Sometimes I choose not to worship at all more often than not. Nonetheless, shut the fuck up about (laughs) your shit. Please do not go into the room the size of a thimble and scream to me about, to everybody around us, It was all I could do not to make eye contact with everybody around me, knowing I had a full flight ahead of me. I I mean, everybody's airplane moding, and he's still saying, read the scripture with me to somebody. And and he goes right to his phone, and he hits his Bible app, and they are reading scripture to each other to keep... I don't know who's on the other end of the phone. I assumed it was a a man. Mary Magdalene. Yeah, she's trying to help him out. A man, a a friend of his. But so she was many a times, hooter, by the way, I've never felt this way before. I just want what's best for her. I I, this say, is, I'm overcome by uh, by these feelings, but I need her to know that Jesus comes first. I have to keep the Holy Spirit between us. I have. Wh- you are a 35 year old man. Are you what? What are you doing right now on this plane, talking about the Holy Spirit with? 200 other people listening into your conversation. But I don't, I'm not offended by his conversation at all. I'm offended by the fact that he was having a conversation. I'm really not. I'm really not. He can believe what he wants to believe. I don't want to hear anything he has to talk about. That's the thing. If he was talking about dissecting a bull or I don't even know what would be worse. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I'm just, so I'm wondering, was it worse? Because you could tell that he was really far on one end of the polarizing spectrum from religion or was it just that it's like don't fucking talk about your anything where i'm not in it it was both but you say really far i think his his whole thing for a man who's older than 16 17 18 19 20 21 i'll give you to 25 figuring out their lives he's way too old to be having such an immature conversation you know at that age Relig- you know who you are and you know what you believe. Do you really need to have a conversation in front of two, 300 other people about how important it is to you to keep the holy? You know what, oh, who you are and what you do. I Shut see. the fuck up. Like, be one with who you are. Believe what you want. Believe it as strong as you want. March in front of a clinic. Do it. Shut the f- just shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm with I'm, you on the shut the fuck up part. But you, it sounds like... But don't march in front of a clinic. I was really it sounds like taking it, it to the... Yeah. Well, it sounds like he was... I don't know. It's weird. Here, it's so very, immature. It's very weird. Well, the immature part is kind of interesting because when you were talking, I wasn't there. So what I'm picturing is, first of all, this giant person who's invading your space in every conceivable way, including armrests, earbuds. Everything. Yes. You're touching me. And you want to, and now I got to listen to this horse shit. And it could have been talking about, you know, his opinion of the latest episode of the Barefoot Contessa. Like, I don't, it does, the content is almost irrelevant, but the content itself seems to be the one that was most irksome. So getting back to it, I heard it as if he was struggling. I just watched Fleabag, which I know you haven't seen. Look, well, we'll just go with me for a minute. I'll struggling. hate him. I'll hate him. I'll hate him. I'll hate him. But just let me, okay. let me say this first. I, I will hate him and I do hate him. I hate you. you. But before I do, I watched Fleabag recently. So it's on my mind. This is one of the threads of the show. And there's a priest who's struggling with his commitment to being a priest in conflict with the realities of being a living, breathing human. He he's, has love and he wants to, you know, be in love and physically express it. He has emotions and, and sexual urges, right? So what I heard, probably informed by recently watching that and seeing it, you know, drawn out, dramatically in this hilarious fashion is a dude who's like 
I'm feeling the, the tug. I'm in, I'm absolutely in love with this woman, but I, faith is really important to me. And I'm scared that I'm making a wrong choice for my everlasting who's a what's it's. Let's pray together. That's that's the kind of shit that you say to your friend over coffee in the table that you carefully select because you know you're going to be there for five <laughs> fucking hours, Karen. You don't bring that shit on a megaphone on the street corner yeah. and say, let me talk to you about my personal relationship with Jesus because plus I think I'm fucking it up. I mean, I get how it's weird, but I was so it, uncomfortable. It, it was that's so the thing. uncomfortable. It's, it's, it's uncomfortable because probably because it's really fucking private. It's really fucking so private. So maybe that's the immaturity that yes. you're discussing out loud in a room, something that I know to be a private and self, um, just a personal, a super I, personal issue. I get issue. you now. And I also feel like it's so, it, here's the hypocritical part. Maybe that's part. the immaturity it's, that I it's see. A, it's a hypocritical thing that you would be so open with talking about something that's private and then doing it, it like this, it, there's like this disconnect between why is it okay for you to talk about this in public and public and public and public and public, when at the same time, this should be something that you're, I don't know, I've lost the thread of what I'm trying to say, but it feels like it's very ironic that the thing that you should be dealing with personally. Talking about something sacred. You, yeah, and you're okay for you. everybody to weigh in on it. Everybody it's like, to it's know. A, it's a you and a God thing, but let's be sure that I'm talking to all my friends and all the strangers too who can hear me. So weird. It was so weird. And you compared it to the barefoot Contessa. I assume that's a food thing. Well, it is. She's named for a movie from the 40s, but yes. So if it were a movie or food he was discussing, I right. would say, I might even say, oh my God, I'm so hungry right or now. Or spoiler so alert, shut up. Like I get really irritated when people are watching movies that are super violent because I look over, look, like, I don't want to see somebody getting strangled or worse or what are you doing on a big iPad screen? Like it's a plane is a, is a more private space than you fucking think. Well, he did not think at all. And I was so uncomfortable and I still had the gurgly tummy shits going on <laughs> and he's talking about all this stuff. You should have deuced it in the seat and said, Satan's coming for you. <laughs> I, I mean, that's what it is. It's not the religious thing, which I have no connection to. So bully for you. Do, you be you. Right. Could you be you. But it sounds it sounds like I I want to tell everybody to know my struggle with religion because religion, 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 me, 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 which starts to feel really ridiculous as opposed to. If you're, it seems like that would be something. It's such a personal thing. Yes, you and, would, you would my get objection, that it's private. You would get And my objection private. is always that, that religion being a personal thing when other people make it other people's business, whether it's proselytizing. There's reason for it. Or yes. okay. Yeah. Whether, whether it's on any level, it makes me crazy because it is such a personal thing to have it or not have it is your fucking business. So stay out of my business. Stop to, so, yes, you're making so my business. So this man was dragging me into his business and I've already, so I'm trying not to make eye contact with anybody else. And let me tell you what noise canceling headphones do not cancel out. Oh God, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> they do not cancel out the holy fucking You need the spirit. divinity upgrade. <laughs> I totally need the upgrade. <laughs> Oh my God, it was, it was, it was horrible. And then the, in my stomach and I thought, and I'm wringing my hands and the guy comes, the guy, the pilot comes on and he says, it's an hour and 25 minutes of a flight. And I thought it was two hours and 20 minutes to get down here. Right. What? So, yes. 
So I don't know what route you took to get home, <laughs> but I wish you'd take it on the way there. Oh like, did God. you bank off of Chicago on the way back to <laughs> Pennsylvania? But that's fine. And I'm like, I, I can do anything for an hour and a half except for this morning's PT. Ouch. So tell I me just, about that PT. You're finally no, going I, for your I back. Really, just tell me something about it. Come on. I'm getting better. <laughs> that wasn't very satisfying. Well, it's okay. Neither was my flight. So I made it home and I didn't shadoobie in my pants. And uh, of course, I go through all the mail and I, I emails and all that stuff. And I, list, I look at this Ben Glebe thing that, I don't know if you know this, this comedian who was briefly running for president. He's got some super great opinions. He starts talking about a candle he saw on Goop. You oh, know Goop. Is that the You're, Gwyneth, the Gwyneth hatred, Gwyneth Paltrow hatred, hated, hated? You really hate her. I don't hate people. I hate Gwyneth Paltrow. I really do. You know she's a person though, right? I don't know her as a person. We've never met. I, it would be difficult for me to shake her hand if ever we met. I would probably acquiesce because it, it really upsets me more to be flagrantly rude like that in a shaming way. But I, I'd have to give it a lot of prep work. I don't have hate in my heart. I really don't. The look don't. of disgust on your face. When her name comes up, it's daggers out. And I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. So there is a candle on Goop called This Smells Like My Vagina. Oh, my fucking God. What? What do, you, what do you mean? What's it really called? The candle's title, This Smells Like My Vagina, on Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop page. So she's selling a pussy candle. Well, I believe it's her, her pussy candle. Oh, my God. It might as well say this smells like Gwyneth's vagina. Can she have a higher opinion of herself? Is it even fucking possible? It's $75 for this candle. Surprised it's that little. She's so... Right. So it's sold out almost, almost immediately. And I would like you to know that on eBay, it is selling for $400. Ew! That's called sloppy fucking seconds. That's what that's called. <laughs> That's for the Paltrow's perverts with a Z. That's who's getting the sloppy seconds. Dear listener, would you buy a candle called This Smells Like My Vagina? And P.S. What's it supposed to smell like? Burnt, lit wick? Like what? There is... the. Ugh. I don't even know how to answer that. She's, as, so, she's so dumb. She's so as gross. As mine smells like flowers and joy. What? So you I don't know. know. What? Do you... Oh. Flowers and joy. Is what I say to that and her. I didn't even see it and I didn't investigate going to see it, but I heard about it that at Christmas she had a television commercial where she's giving herself, like putting it, tucking it into a stocking, a vibrator. Because that's what you really want to do with the wholesomeness and family traditions and the peace and love and harmony. Celebrating Jesus's birthday. I know I'm going to stick this fake dong up in my ling ling and light a candle just for the full intimacy effect. She went to put it in somebody else's stocking and they said during the commercial, no, keep it for yourself. And she did. She's gross. Um, that's gross. That's gross. That's just, she's gross. Vibrators are fantastic. You know, I don't need a Santa reindeer scented fucking vibrator. It's just, she's got, you can't blend the things. They don't belong together. Do you not know anything, Gwyneth? So dumb. 
$75 on its own sold out $400 on eBay. That is so gross. Supply and demand. What does Blythe Danner do like this? Hey, mom, would you like to know what my pot smells like? Get some matches. Think she high fives her? I think, I think that they both are sitting on an island somewhere and not caring at all because this is making massive amounts of money. From a business standpoint, this is very lucrative and Dare I say, with full respect, brilliant. I understand it. I still think that she is a horrible, horrible human. And I'm basing that on the words that fly out of her face and the actions that come from her physical person. I love her. I think she's flawless. I think she's beautiful. I think she's kind and sweet. And she's uh, maybe she said some dumb out of touch things. But I think if you live a wild life of wild, wild privilege, you do lose a little bit of touch with like everyday man. Except your pud uh, if you're if you're vagina town because evidently she's sticking things in it and lighting up candles and God, woman. You don't yeah. think she just assumes everybody wants to know what her vagina smells yes, like? Yes, I, and that's I 100% this. know that that's what she believes is that the whole world has been waiting for a good sniff between her legs. She's so gross. No she's, piece of you wants to know what her vagina smells like? See, are you kidding? And why would I <laughs> trust <of>. <laughs> it? Why would I trust this? If I was such a one, as I'm interested to know what, even the thought of it, stop it. But let's say, from an investigative journalism standpoint, yes. hmm, let's get to the bottom of your front bottom. Let's figure out what's happening in there, right? Front bottom. Do I That's- really... Yeah, That's the- along with your invention of all words. I Amy had- this weekend used the word... Backstrapolate. <laughs> and I said, come again? She's like, well, we're going to extrapolate backwards. Backwards. So we're going to backstrapulate. I'm like, that is fantastic. I came up with another one on Friday, which I'm still grateful for and angry about because of its definition. I was heading to 18 things and I was not able to partake in the spontanies that were happening. And that, of course, that. is spontaneous martinis. I was called for a spontini check and I was like, what? Couldn't do it. I absolutely love that word, spontaneous. Well, we need to use it more often in both ways. Well, I... Literally and figuratively. Both ways. Yeah. I I have to wait for the, you know, stopped upness of myself to reclaim my flora and fauna before I can drink (laughs) again. I'm afraid to eat anything because I know I'm never going to see it Well, you keep eating those goji goji jummies or whatever you keep eating. The belly jeans. jummies. Yeah. Yeah. That will help. That will hopefully help. The ample sample, what's it called? Apple cider vinegar with the mother, but in a gummy form so that it doesn't blast all the way through your... Ample sample is what you just said. I don't have language for me. It's not. But that's my favorite language. (laughs) (laughs) What did you call the jelly beans when we were at the hotel? Belly jeans. Uh, We went up. First of all, they took them away. They have this gang. So you walk in and the lobby Stay at nice hotels. It's really worth it. You can get your money's worth. There's, first of all, the... The, the cavalcade of folks out front who meet you at the car, you know, one to open the door, one to open the trunk, one to stand by smiling, one to open the actual <laughs> door to the thing, one to hand you a thing of water that's too full. Thank you. It's too way too full. Then the, the outside of the plastic is too thin. Another one to say, can I help you with something? All these 18 people that want to wander in with you into the gorgeous, overly elaborate, stately, beautiful hotel lobby. And then on a special table. Designed for no other purpose. They had a, a Georgia Flavors Jelly Belly display and a massive 
glass towering carafe like hurricane and they had styled them like you used to do with a sand sculpture so that the different colors were like making something really pretty and then they had little baby scoops and little baby bags and a story of each of the jelly bean flavors and you could do a mixed bag or you do it yourself and blah, blah, blah. i was so excited i mentioned before i got in before the whole team arrived so when we stumbled back in later very later that evening very later the jelly bean table was bare <laughs> It was, there was After she had it. told me that there's Georgia peach and something, something vanilla, and yes. bl- I thought, yes, And champagne, that is how. and oh my God. So I walked in, and it was empty, and there's nobody in the lobby. It's too late for people to be in the lobby, except there's one clown who's still working. So I look over to the thing. So Karen, I mean Amy, looks over to the they're thing. They're there to assist us. So all dance, I said, monkey, all, all I said was, I wonder if you can help me, glancing at the thing, what's your name, Sharon? I, I wonder if you can help me, Sharon. I was here before and there happened to be a gorgeous and elaborate jelly bean display. And she immediately lifted some hidden CB radio from some part of her waist and put it to her Breaker mouth. Breaker one nine. I'm looking she, for some yeah, jelly and she, bellies. And she was like, you know, Cameron, Parker, Kiki, Susie, you know, reported the lobby immediately with jelly beans. And then bink, like sparkle dust. There's this man with a hat with a feather in it and two individual cups full of mixed flavor jelly beans not the dumb bags so suck it karen if i can get extra freebie jelly beans in the middle of the night i say yes yes please we say yes please and thank you and can i get you anything else would you like a third duvet how could would you like a second toilet let us not mock. Oh, I did oh, need a second duvet, oh, by the way. Oh, oh. And I did need a second toilet. We did need too. a second toilet between the way we really were working their plumbing, but that's not my fault. That's not my fault. That was I the blame margarita's the frose. fault. That was the margarita's fault. No, the margarita was delightful. It's the frose. The With next the margarita. Night. And I had several slow gin egg white somethings. They're very fancy, these drinks. I tried your drink. It was fucking delicious. Oh, it maybe was, that was it. It was delicious, <laughs> but it did have a whole lot of extra. It's a good time. It's very good. All right. So I started the show with saying, whose dick is this? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, you guys. (laughs) This is so bad. It's so bad. First of all, I've been sitting on this thing for several weeks because here's the deal. She's been sitting on this dick for several weeks, dear listener. No, sadly for me, not so. So friends had an incident involving a dick. And I thought, I can't, I can't tell this story. This is the perfect podcast story and I can't tell it. Damn it. So I came home and I was still in the kitchen just laughing about it days later to myself. I stand around and talk to myself all the time. I laugh to myself all the time. People are like, what are you doing? And then I'll have to explain, oh, I was having a conversation in my head. My children walk by. So what are you doing? I said, I'm just laughing about a story that I can't tell. And it happened to be, um, they continued out. And then the oldest, Rocco, is standing there. He's like, what? I'm like, I can't tell you. It's about a dick pic. He's like, what do you mean? And I said, he's like, just tell me. That happens all the time. I explained the full story to him. And then he said, yeah, that same thing happened to us. And I was like, uh, what? Child with a penis? What? I don't want to hear the word dick pic, same thing, and us in the same sentence. So he proceeds to tell me a story of something that happened to his classmates. And the story is thus. So Brainy Betty, we'll call her takes a full-body sample-the-wares nude and thinks that she's sending it to her boyfriend, like in the middle of the school day. First of all, it's layered with, what is that? 
what are you even doing? This is a girl who, that alone, hearing the name of the actual person who did it, you would be stunned. This is not, and in the middle of the day, and what in the, oh. So anyway, she sends it to the boyfriend and then realizes that she'd accidentally, dentally sent it to her friend at school who is another girl. So, so here's Sally Sweetheart in the middle of chemistry class. Ba-bam! <laughs> with the nude of her buddy. With the nude of her buddy. She's like, uh... I think you have the wrong person. <laughs> oh my God. So the fact, the fact that kids are so accustomed to swapping their business. That makes me absolutely crazy because that's child pornography. This is a real thing. And he had this example and several others that he could pull up at the ready. Are any of these kids 18? Can you help me out a no, little? This is child no, pornography. No, no, no. And Rocco knows not to do this or to forward or to. He has absolutely received and we've had the sit down and I. Delete. Well, I had the sit down with him and delete the whole thing and we say, first of all, you've put our family at risk because if you've received it on our family plan, that means that mom and dad are now in possession of child pornography and we could go to jail and rah, rah, rah. I made up this whole big lie. And then later they had a counselor come to school. They always, for no reason other than it's a school. Let's have a counselor come. They had, pay a lot. They, had a, they had a policeman come and talk through how to protect yourself online, how to protect your kids online and talked all about sexting and all the rest of it. And I raised my hand and I said, so I've been telling my children this. Is that a lie? And then everybody laughed. And I'm like, and I'm happy to keep lying. And he goes, that's good to know. And I'm not kidding. That's what the policeman said. He said, that's good to know. At this age, whatever works. If you tell them a lie and they buy it and it keeps them from doing something stupid, that's fine with me. He goes, you don't want, you don't want us involved in your underage, your teenage right. sexting thing. It's never going to go well for anybody. There's not very much that we can do. And most of the time, all of the damage is done and it just keeps getting worse. So I was like, oh, great. Thanks for coming. Have some coffee. Like it was not. Don't touch my kid's phone. Don't touch my kid's phone. Oh, my God. But the fact that these two, first of all, that any girls would do this and then that these two particular girls would do this. It's like, oh, but it was really more the startling fact of you're just going about your day and then you look down at your phone. Sometimes you get a text and it'll say it's raining outside or, you know, the Hill says here's information about what's happening in Washington or the New York Times or wherever the, where the information blurps up. Your updates. Yeah. Uh, the fascist farm wants you to go plant more eggs. I don't know what, I don't know who plays this game. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm trying to make Oh, oh, oh you mean like a game? I don't know. <laughs> what is, I don't think you plant eggs and I don't think there's a game called fascist farm. I, I just realized you thought it was a game. Okay. Fishy, fishy scapes or whatever the thing is that has to, whatever. Your phone talks to you a lot of the time and a lot of the time it's face up. Can you imagine if you were in a work meeting and then all of a sudden, Boop, boop, bam. There's somebody. Sometimes it tells you to stand. Sometimes it tells you to breathe. Sometimes it shows you your friend's tits. There's somebody's know. dick and it ain't. It's a friend of yours. So you know whose dick it is magically. Now what are you going to do? Oh, Lord Jesus. Woo. No, stop it. Stop it. So I've always thought I'm so glad I'm not a teenager now. <laughs> Right? Like, yes. does this not just feed that, that narrative right there? Yes. For that you yes. don't have to deal with the repercussions of. I, I want to be clear. I don't want dick pics. I don't want anybody to send me penis pictures. All right. Maybe a couple. But in general, you're gross. You're gross. In, ge in general, I don't. <laughs> I really don't want, I don't want that. But That's it's not the kind appealing. of, it, it's, it's, it's the thing. It's like, it, even, I, it's, it's not my bag, baby. But I can imagine if you're, 
in the moment or you're giggling or something that, or you're not giggling and this is, this is what you're doing or you're far away from each other. There's lots of reasons where you could say, okay, I could see how that would be a thing to do, but sort of coming out of nowhere and, you know, totally not expecting it. Yeah, that is it. shocking when you're in calculus A, B, and all of a sudden you're, you're plugging in a formula and then you look at your Apple watch and you think you see the David on your Apple watch. You're like, find my phone. I got to tell you, I don't know why. Maybe it's just, so I'll see if it's just me. If I received, oh, that's why. It's even more alarming to receive evidence of the other gender, right? If I got boob pictures from one of my friends sent to me, that ain't I would, nothing. I would, well, or whatever. If I, the full, whatever, a nude, right? I see yeah. this, I see this person's body. I would be like, why am I looking at a naked body? And okay. So then I would think, and who are you supposed to be sending it to? Dumbass. That's, their name doesn't sound like my name. What are you doing? Versus, you, it's, it's, I don't know. It somehow seems like it's a lot worse to get one from the other team coming at you. And I gotta even say it. I'm just gonna go right there. A dick pic is so much worse than a lady nude. Dicks are like very, they're very, uh, forward. Ag- aggressive. <laughs> they're very aggressive. They're very aggressive. And you know what? That's, that could be great. But when you're not expecting it in the middle of the day, bam, it's just, you know, I don't so know. your objection isn't that it's a dick pic. It's, I'm not it's objecting. unsolicited dick pic. It just seems like the level of shock keeps ramping higher and higher and higher. That it would be less shocking if it was a woman's parts, which is fucking stupid. And that it would be even less shocking if it was you, because it would have been your friend sending it. Like this, this there's there's like you know. If how the, closely would you look at these pictures? How how long would it take you to take two fingers and zoom in? Like how long would you look at that picture? If I received an accidental dick from a married friend of mine, from the wife, if I if the wife accidentally sent me a dick in my text, yeah, but who would she be sending it to that it accidentally went to you? Here's my husband's dick. I don't have any of those answers, but I will tell you, <laughs> I would have I would have deleted that shit. I don't want that. I think curiosity would get the best of me. I think I would say, I don't want that. I don't want that, like you just did. But I'd be like, oh, come on now, stop it. You're super. We got to make it real. You're super veiny. Look at this. In the world that would never occur, Amy sends Melissa a picture of the boing from my fucking house. Now you know exactly what you're dealing with. (laughs) Well, there are four men in your house, so I would hope that it was. You are so gross. (laughs) You have to think for a minute how super gross that was and take it back. As I say to my children, you need to take that back. I take that back. That's gross. If you sent me a picture of your husband's penis. (laughs) (laughs) And it's great, by the way. But I don't take pictures. I don't need evidence. I got got live. I don't need Memorex. This is gross. I think one time. (laughs) Wait. What? Where? Wait Wait. a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to buckle in. Okay. Wait. This one time at band camp. This one time in my past. I found myself sleeping next to next to someone yeah. who was who was holding himself while he was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. And I took a picture of it because I thought it was hilarious that this is the way this human slept. <laughs> that's that's we're going to we're going to call it that. Okay. And then I mean it was clear that he was sound asleep. <laughs> and then you think who has my camera? Who has my phone? Who has my whatever device, iPad, whatever the device is? Who has it? And you think, oh, no, anybody can get a hold of that. I don't really have Rhodes Scholar codes on all of my things. Let, let me delete this picture. So I won't even save pictures of 
people with whom I'm intimate, not to mention <laughs> anybody else. Well, you did steal that one too, by the way. There's no consent involved. I did steal that picture, but I'm going to tell you, if you texted me a picture of your husband's penis, stop, I'd look at it. Saying, stop saying it. Yeah, you would. Stop saying it. <laughs> I would look at it. Stop saying it. That's I gross. W- I would zoom in. I'm just curious because you, you I'm a married enough, woman. There's not enough room to zoom. All right. Stop. I'm a married stop. woman. I have a, I have very, oh um, my Lord. <laughs> I am very content on that front, but my eyes are always curious. You know, you can look. Well, the whole thing, it becomes like, um, festival, (laughs) no festival. I'm saying the actual story becomes like a festival of errors. The whole thing was a mistake. It wasn't a sexual thing. It was actually like a joke, a private joke between them. And then, so the whole thing is, is very innocent. And it's like the cover up, like everything else was so much worse than the actual erection. The actual what? It, we say erection. How do I get my kids not to send pictures as jokes how do i get them to realize that's really not actually a joke i don't know i think that two out of three of mine are going to be exempt from this i think that um that's that's as good as we'll get i really do but i also i got it well i say that i say that we we have two high schoolers so the the those are the two that you would be thinking about and First of all, everybody, I've talked about it all the time. Everybody knows Rocco is just, he needs to fucking slow his roll. So he went to a swim meet, for God's sake. And, you know, a girl on one of the, a friend of somebody on one of the other teams or whatever this crazy thing, it was an hour away. Can you, you know, can I get your number? Can I whatever, whatever? Took it. Okay, well, sure. Let's get together. Let's have a slice of pizza. How's this? Get to know you, whatever. She puts a picture of him on her Instagram. Now he's getting DMs from other people and he answers them. I'm like, dude, you've got to, you don't get to do this. Stop it. But then I've also got the next you know, runner up who's got a very tight group of friends I ask him all the time, are you, is anybody that you like? Are there any actresses that you like? Like, I'm just trying to get a feel for where are you on the, the spring in bloom? Who's getting his pictures? Yeah. Right. So, and meanwhile, and he just, he's like, no, not at all. Not, not interested. Not interested. Oh, are you not interested? Because I see that you're up and on FaceTime till two o'clock in the morning and you're on, you know, Snapchat and wake em up and all the rest of these idiotic things and, you know, talking to girls with videos into the middle of the night which I hate. And his older brother did the same thing. And we shut, because you shut all the stuff down, but don't physically, he's fought to not have the device physically taken from him. He likes to use it as an alarm clock, likes to use it to play music. So we shut off all of the data and all the Wi-Fi. So it's really just whatever's stored on your phone, but he can still make FaceTime calls. And that's what he's doing. So now we got to figure out a new, uh, there's lots of ways around it, but still. He's up to the devil's business already. Already devil's business. I think calling it the devil's business makes him want to do it more. So let's step away from Satan. I don't know. Maybe he just needs to be more acquainted with the guy next to me on the plane. Maybe he needs a little more Holy Spirit. I want to keep Jesus in between us. I want to keep the Holy Spirit in between us. Yeah, he was worried. Look, I'm just concerned. We got ourselves in a certain amount of trouble. I mean, my friend Kelly had a swimming pool at her house and her parents had a mountain house and they went away every weekend to the mountains. So we would drive around the local town and we would find boys. If my children did this, well, they'd be dead by now because yeah, somebody in this would. society, somebody would have killed them. But besides that, are you out of your mind? The risky, be- like, were we fucking crazy? Yeah. 
those are actually some of my Facebook friends now, people that we met just driving around the village. And so she had a pool at her house and we would all like, what, what were we thinking? Bringing, I don't know. It was, but this one lets it go farther than your town. This one takes it to, you said Rocco had DMs from an hour away. All From who knows who. Right, friends of friends of friends. This girl that met, that met him was already pre-endorsed by three other people on his team. She was only at the event because she had done an adventure camp. They go away for an entire semester and like hike the whatever. We've got a, a friend of ours has her daughter go to like a an around the world mountain climbing school. It was one of these things. It was like a, you know, Richie I'm Rich like, I know takes her. a vacation. <laughs> yeah, so she she had been on one of those experiences and and because we drove an hour, our school drove an hour to this event. She was like, oh, I'll get to see some of the people I had seen on my on my adventure summit, whatever. She saw him, you know, yakka taka taka. Let's exchange whatever business cards children use, right? We'll make the thing happen. They've gotten French together. Bulldogs. They've gotten together. Since then, She's they're interested in a lot of the same things. They went out, did an activity. It's all done. She puts the thing on Instagram. And now he's getting from the who knows who and the friend of the who knows who and the next door neighbor of the three ways away from I don't know you. What are you doing? What are you fucking doing? What do you stop it? So, but wait, you have to know. My girlfriend said she has an almost stepdaughter and she's like, why is your son liking all of the pictures of my almost stepdaughter? And I said, Uh -uh. they all absorb each other's friends. No, they don't know each other, but their world is so much bigger than our world was. And everybody knows everybody. Everybody is connected. How do you know this one? I don't know. He must have been friends with friends with. But look, there he is with so-and-so. And he got to meet. So it fills up their Instagram scroll. They could scroll for six months because they absorb everybody. And I could scroll for about a half an hour. <laughs> so they're like this crazy wheel forever. And they have millions of friends slash followers on there. Well, they're not really following them. They know them through 7,000 degrees of Kevin Bacon. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> hey, do but you have a do you have a degrees of Kevin Bacon score? Did you ever do that yourself? I never thought about it. Do you guys know what the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon are? Tell Six them what degrees. it is. Tell them what it so is. So you can tie yourself to... Kevin Bacon within six relationships in your life. For example, I'm going to do this and I'm not happy about it. My (laughs) nephew hangs out with Bernie Madoff's granddaughter. Mm -hmm. And she is the granddaughter of Bernie Madoff, who stole all of Kira Cedric and Kevin Bacon's money. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. there is Kevin Bacon. Usually you do it through sex or or I know or I I never heard either one of those. I thought the gag was the, the thing was it was he's in so many movies. That you could say like uh, oh, Robert De Niro person. was in a movie with with you know it always ends with with Kevin Bacon. So Robert De Niro was in a movie with Al Pacino, who was in a movie with something something, who was in a movie with something something, who was in a movie with Kevin Bacon. And the faster you can do it, the lower your number. Like you're trying to get it's like the telephone gang. How many calls away are you? But what you did was legit, and I've got a legit one too. So I always love to bring it up. I used to be legitimately a three steps, the three degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon because I was in a movie with somebody who was in a movie with somebody who was in a movie with Kevin Bacon. So I was three away legit, like from the movie standpoint that way. But later in life, I ended up having Kevin Bacon's sister is one of my fucking clients. So I've got a one. I've got a Kevin degree of one. So anyway, but it's not Bernie Madoff. I have a clue. I know it's a terrible that's way good. to get in there. That's a, no, that's it's a, a good terrible one. way that to get in there. good. Well, did he defraud someone you love or is it just... Well, he defrauded um, everyone organizations that, love, that yeah, we yeah, donated yeah. to, and, and he he really fleeced hardcore. Bernie, um, if you're listening, we fucking fuck hate you. you. We fucking hate <laughs> you. Hope you're unhappy. 
Yeah. We have two degrees of Kevin Nealon. <laughs> we have Oh, really? What's that? His, I mean, I don't know. His sister, him. Kevin Nealon's sister, um, owns a place called She Sells Seashells on Sanibel, where we go Stop on the regular. It. And That's there's a huge picture. For them. Yeah. Right? That's so so stupid. I love super it. Super cute. It was cute. So I um I how many other Kevins do you even know? Kevin Hart. I don't have any degrees to him. I know a lot of Kevin degrees. But we have a project Fagazi that on which we are working diligently, which will give us more ties to more people. Not oh, that yes. we even want those ties. Oh, yes. I just, oh, yes. I just want to just feel like we've accomplished something fantastic, and we're working on something fantastic, dear listener. So keep your ears out in the next hundred and seven years and see what happens with us. <laughs> You're like, I know those girls who just did that show from when they had this stupid podcast where they talked about dick pics and Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. Oh, my God. And whoever wants to talk about that except her, please. She doesn't want to talk about it. She just wants to sell it. It's just I find I'm not going to. You know, if I, she I out of respect wax- for you, out of respect for you and respect for myself because she doesn't deserve any of my time or energy. And I'm not a hateful person. Uh, I'm just, I'm, she can go do whatever the hell she's going to do. Keep it the fuck away from me. That's if she did a wax impression of her vagina. I'm sure she has. I have a friend who has one of those in her house. And if that's the case, I know the Paltrow's probably got three of them. One in the fucking be- lobby of her home. And I know it's called a foyer, but fuck you, Gwyneth. We don't want to see it. Wow. What? I don't know. You just have a lot of all of this venom in you. She's <laughs> not a good person. She's bad all the way through. And she knows it. She does. She knows but it. But she's raising Apple and Moses and, and she's Is she though? Is she though? And or she's... is her is her staff of minions taking care of that? And she's also got disparaging things to say about them and every culture that she has ever encountered. I can't. It's not. I have a dossier. I prepared a dossier for you. Someday. 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 One day on, when I'm someday, out. On someday. No. Someday. You and I are going to agree. And we're going to have a Paltrow cage match and you are going to convince me that she is worth it or I am am going to convert you to the power of the dark side. (laughs) I have documentation. So you said before, am I the only one who? I did. Yeah. What were you? I say that a lot. Yeah. So I, I have, it's a really great other segment for us. Yes. I'm. Am I the only one who, cause I feel like sometimes I'm the only one who breaks at a stop sign <laughs> before, before <laughs> well, in Atlanta. That's a yes. <laughs> yeah. Am I the only one who, and I, my first one for this one is waits to shave. If I know on Friday I'm going somewhere. Mm-hmm. I will wait to shave. I won't shave for the whole week until Friday morning before I leave because I feel like I get a better shave if it's longer hair. Is this too much? Is this? I mean, I've already told you that I almost shit my knickers. No, I'm just, I'm just so enthralled with the mysteries that are you. Oh, it's the comforter that's still throwing you. Either way, I wait to shave. I wait till there's almost a reason. Poor Stu, is that what you're well, thinking? Well, in your case, you probably have to wait that long just so you could see it. You're so blonde and fair and everything. Imagine you, you know, how, do you like shaving in the dark? You can't see any of the hairs on you. Do you I do like it air? dark in the shower. I don't, I don't look when I shave. I, I feel around a little and then I shoop, shoop, shoop and get out. What? Well, you're also quite lean and attractive. So I don't know how these things work. I, I have to have several it helpers. It's the weirdest compliment I've ever gotten. 
with disgust in your voice and face. Not I disgust. just thought, it's not disgust. I'm just why do you have to, why do they have to be longer hairs? I just picture you not even I first of all, we'll begin with what I hope is unspoken knowledge. I don't give much thought to the length or texture of the hair on your legs. But now that we're there. Is that true? You don't care about it. <laughs> now, care? now that we're discussing it, I would venture that it doesn't exist. It's probably like those little baby fuzz on the side of a peach. Dear listener, do you wait to shave? Do you wait till there's, even if it's just the extra day, is it my imagination that you get a better shave from a extra day's worth of growth? Like you get a better... It might be. I'm asking. That's why I it's- think it's also charming that your your forethought is to actually produce a better result. If ever I wait to shave, it's because I'm trying to stage out how long that shave will last. And if I'm traveling somewhere, if I do it at the last minute, yeah. that gets me another day or two where I don't have to go back in. Yeah, that's part of it. Okay. That's all part of it. Well, that's 100% yes, but it's not because I feel like I'm having my bridal shave before, you know. Heading out to Kansas or wherever the thing is. I'm sorry, bridal shave? Is that that's what that's what I I guess is my mother. I guess she's invented <laughs> that one. I thought, no, I was sitting on the edge of a bathtub, shaving my legs, wearing a pair of shorts, you know, just in the bathroom, shaving my legs, talking, whatever. And I was taking a really long time and, and I don't know, going over the same stripe of the, you know, you'll, when you shave your legs, you do like a long stripe up your leg and then you do it again and you do it again, whatever. And I was just... I guess being methodical or I don't know what the fuck I was doing, but she walked in and she said, this is not a bridal shave. Get out of the bathroom. So I, was, I just figured that was oh, a is thing. that right before the wedding? No, is this was the... just on a Tuesday. And so she was saying. No, but you're... is that what she was talking about? Like shaving I, yes, right before yes, your wedding? Like, you're not getting married. Get the fuck out of my bathtub. I need to, you know, this is not a bridal shave. Is what she called it. And then I just didn't realize that wasn't a thing. Do you shave before a massage? Uh, I would like to think the answer is yes, but no. I don't go- <laughs> I don't go out of my way. If I got, if I'm, uh, nothing is ever planned for me. If I'm lucky enough to be able to have one, it's because, okay, this shit's getting ready to happen. I got to go. And I'm not, I mean, it would be lovely. I really work hard to try to shave before those doctor's appointments because those are scheduled in advance. You know when they're going to happen. It's not like somebody has a, has a, an opening. This can happen. Your meeting canceled. You know, all the, the planets have aligned. So the worst part was I had a facial last month and I had no, I was just, I'm going to do it. I'm, everything is really stressful right now. I'm going to take the time. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go have a facial. Here we go. Great. And they had room in the schedule and it turned out to be a really long facial. You don't need to even prepare for that. You just bring your face. I was like, let's do it. I'm sure I'm going to get a back rub, everything, maybe a little scalp massage. Everything's going to be fantastic. And I said it was a 90 minute facial. It was a nice long one. I'd gone to the steam room beforehand and I'm going to make this. It was actually not, it was whatever. It was in the beginning of this month. I was like, let's do it. I'm taking some time for me. Let's go. Great. I love self-care, everybody. Self-care. So I'm in there and don't you know it. She decides she's going to rub my fucking feet. Yeah, that's that the face. Coming. That's the face, listener. If you didn't see it, you hopefully you made it yourself because that just took my really relaxing facial down to I have not had a pedicure. I didn't I, see that coming. I didn't see that coming. I didn't. I didn't see that coming. What are you doing? And then I, I, I'm just. I gotta go all in. I'm on a did fucking you podcast. Into it? No, I gotta go all in. So the very first thing that she did, I have to believe that they do this for everyone, and it was not. It was not just you need. Oh, no. No, the first thing that she did was to take oh, the first thing that she did was to take some of those hot towels that they put in that little weird microwave and, and clean your feet. 
And she, she like gently cleaned my feet and then rubbed oil all into them. And I'm like, please tell me you clean everybody's feet and that you didn't just get down there because I've been like wearing sneakers for 17 days straight with no socks. <laughs> and no, sh- no with shape. a, with a toenail that's like, you know, the Empire State Building length. Just, talon. You've just, got talons down there. It was not. It was, there was <laughs> chipped polish, the whole thing. And it made me really tense. Facial. Who saw that coming? You don't I'm do sa- feet thank with you, a facial. Thank you. you I do feel scalp. Duped. I feel you do duped. neck, you do shoulders, and maybe she did even all that arms. Shit. They do full arms. And when I went in there, she was. She even said because I had their bathrobe on the whole because I had been doing really the steam nice room, the whole thing. I'm doing the whole thing, and I said, "So, do you want? Um, do you just want shoulders? Like how? Because I because a lot of times they'll put the goop and the goo everywhere. So, and she goes, "Well, I actually prefer that you just remove that and have the blanket on you." I was like, "Okay." So I, you know, whatever. So she did full arms, like. Just Shoulders all the way down. Seems the arms that she the did. Hands. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Knees she and did. Toes. She did. <laughs> she did. She did. And I mean, I don't know what to say shocking. to you, but I apologize. To That's you. shocking. It was. It shocked me. Yeah. It was like, feet That's not okay. I need feet to know. Feet is not face. They're not the same. You don't need to prepare anything to go for face. I mean, right. there's no prep. Although I do. I, I will admit, I do shave the pits on a regular, regular basis. And because that's just gross because you're putting something that's, in there. It's you're, also, dude, it's also shaving your armpits is like super easy. It's not a time commitment. Right. It's, it's close to your if face. By the time you're done <laughs> thinking, should I shave my armpits? You could have you're had done. one and a half of them done. So it's not even a thought. That's just that's just soap. That happens every time. Um, again, am I the only one who with aging can't see her armpits because they're too close? That's just 100%. Have to, I just have to risk it with whatever's going on there. I'm like, I'll, I'll, let me rub it and see if it's. Soft I don't. Yet. Yeah, I don't. I, I do. It's so weird with me. I do better when I don't have my contacts in. I can see more. So oh, wow. yeah. So it's you mean everyone, up close like that? Up like clo- up close like that? Up close like that? So when I have my contacts in, I can see the world around me and I can be a normal this human. This is a gross show. Then when really I don't just... have my contacts in, I can see probably you know maybe an inch past the end of my nose, crystal clear. Dear and listener, else, did we nothing. gross you out on this show? Who did what now? Where? Who? I'm asking, dear listener, did we gross you out on this show? If they can make it through iBoogies and still click play on this one, I think we're in the clear. I just wish I could have gone into exhaustive detail about the dick thing. I wasn't going to mention it at all. I probably mentioned too much, but I, cause I just felt like, you know, that's, I, you know, heard it from a friend who, but at the same time, it happened. It happened almost exactly in multiple. It, to multiple kids that my kid knows. So this That's is a pretty common, this is a pretty common me... thing. No, I've actually heard from a mother who, she's one of these things. This is just the last piece that I'll say because I know we got to go. She's the kind of person that legitimately can stand up and say something shocking and, and base and awful by way of saying, we all have things to deal with. And you go, oh my God. Most of the time when somebody stands up to be the representative for, I don't know what, uh, most of the time it's mental, mental illness. People want to stand up and say, you know, it's okay. I'll stand up. And I'm like, you maybe let's pick a different representative. When the royal family or people who want to say they post on Instagram, you think my life is perfect. And then they go on to tell you how imperfect their life is. It's like, I have ain't, a hangnail. Ain't, ain't nobody thought your life was perfect. Let's start there. You're the wrong. You have, you have over appointed yourself to begin with 
to, to try and be like, I kind of already put you in a category and now what? Don't be the face of this. You're already yeah, the face of Yeah. So that one always things. makes me, that one always makes me, you know, whenever I'm doing something where I feel like you shouldn't share this, you shouldn't do this, don't let anybody know. And you, you get that thing like, we're all human. We're all in this together. And I'm like, are we though? So anyway, this is the woman who is, who is clearly the zenith, the summit, the tippity tippity top. She stands up and says, at that same meeting with that cop, she stands up and says, well, I mean, I'm here to tell you, we've had some very surprising texts in our house that I never in a million years would have thought we had, would have had, and they involved pictures. And I'm like, what? In tell front of the whole everything. room? In front of the whole room. That's like, that's like Queen of fucking Elizabeth standing up there and going, yeah, I got a weird dick pic from one of y'all. And guess what? I shared it. Like, it's just one of those things where it's, you're like, how did this happen? I don't. So Don't send pictures to my kids. Send them to me. <laughs> and the moral of this story is check us out on all of the social media at Listen Brilliant. No dick or, pics. We promise. We promise. That's illegal. A- Amy promises. Um, or write to us. We would love to hear from you at and Brilliant also, Observations. I'm going to revisit. No, don't, don't send us your dick pics. At gmail.com. Brilliant observations at gmail.com. I don't read that account. So if you're making a humming sound like you do want to see some hummers, you can say, but I don't want them. I don't want them. I got all that I need. I'm not on here soliciting dick pics, <laughs> if that's what you're saying. That is not my goal. I am not interested. You're gross. That's so gross. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Thank you for listening to us today. Uh, we had a great weekend together. I hope you heard that as we shared it with you. And we look forward to hearing all of your weekends and your joys and, and all of your crazy. If you want to see the swag I sent out, to a listener in Sweden, you can go to Brill Obs Pod, B R I L L O B S P O D, Groupie, right? Is that what it is? I think um, so. I think Brill so. Obs Pod Groupie fan page on, um, where is it? It's on Facebook. What I would also say, maybe if, if you're doing there are this, some good pictures there. If you're listening to this and doing something else, one thing that you could do is the next time you're on Facebook and reminded of us, just type brilliant observations into the search bar and a whole bunch of items are going to come up and you'll see things there like this page, that page, this no group, dick that pics, group. I promise. No, yeah. You can, you, it's sometimes if you remember most of it, brilliant observations, then you can select from the things that are there and you'll, you'll get there and we'll change these names to make it easier because I got to tell you, gang, lots of you are, are actually tuned in and that's really cool. So keep your dick in your pants and just keep listening. If for some reason you're listening and you're choosing not to subscribe, I have one question for you. Why? Just subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything. It helps us out. We're not asking you for a five-star rating or 30 bucks a month. We just subscribe. It doesn't fill up your phone. It doesn't do anything negative other than the only thing positive. It just cheers us up and, and makes us feel like we're doing a good job. So please, share us. Like and share. So that's please. so. Ju- I'm going to build on that thought. Wherever you're listening to this... It's on some podcast playing platform. Yeah, podcast. There's hundreds of them. Whichever one you're using is great. That's the best one. We would tell you to use the one you're using. It's irrelevant, right? All you need to do is instead of clicking play, look around for some deeper level. If it says follow, if it says, if there's a a graphic with a little heart, touch the heart. If there's something that looks like a giant giant megaphone that's the act of subscribe and the reason that it's helpful to us and helpful to you is that the next time you return to your phone whatever latest or bonus content we've pushed out will automatically be waiting there for you doesn't do anything to your data or any of these other things because that's all a preset that you control 
but it also helps all of those other podcatchers know whether or not they should feature our show and tell it to more people because they don't base it on downloads. They base it on subscribe. So all those little things like a like or a heart or a subscribe or a, or a share with a friend, all of that is a way to make sure that this fantastic content keeps coming your way. Did you want us to talk more about it? I feel like this is the oh my God, really no. Like- <laughs> oh my God, no. Enough is enough is enough. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.